As you think about your peers at work, are they some of your best friends, always helpful and supportive, or are they some of your harshest critics, pointing out your mistakes and flaws? While everyone's situation is different, the answer to this question often is, it depends. Context is critical here, and over time in an organization, relationships can change significantly. In this episode, we are digging into the shifting alliances of peers and when you should cooperate or compete. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna O'Corin, and joining me today is renowned psychometrician and my dear father, Joe Folkman. Hi, Bri. I do have a personal question for you to start off with. Since we're talking about the shifting alliances, do you have a friend who was always competing with you growing up in like academics or sports or or, or maybe it, other friends in the industry or thought leaders that you're always somehow competing for the same business. They're bringing you up in the same conversations. I do. I, I remember I was speaking at a conference. I was giving a keynote address and the other keynote was being given by a fellow by the name of Marshall Goldsmith. And Marshall, oh. <laughs> he's, he's a famous person. And we always, uh, I mean, when we were competing, we always competed on business. And and I, you know, whenever Marshall'd win, I'd grumble and, oh, you know, I don't like this person. And so when I went to the conference, I was kind of, I, I'm I'm going to avoid Marshall. I'm 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 ticked off at him. He's getting too much business from me, <laughs> and I didn't know him. Marshall came to the conference and he said, "I, I really want to really get to know Joe Folkman, and we're going to leave this conference friends." So uh, anyway, through a series of kind of interactions marshall won <laughs> and after that we wrote uh, i co-authored some articles with him and went to some meetings that he's had he's a delightful person and i have to admit that his was the better approach he was the bigger man and uh that taught me a really big lesson about competition versus collaboration yeah, that's a great story. So today we're digging into the complexities of competition at work and the secrets of those individuals who've figured out how to balance both cooperating and competing with their colleagues. Well, to answer the question, I looked at ratings from individual contributors and managers. And what was interesting is when you look at the ratings of individual contributors, and who's highest and who's lowest. When we look at large body of individual contributors, what you find is, is the manager is, is kind of most critical, but the peers are actually fairly positive and the others are fairly positive. And that's very different than when we look at the manager data. Why do you think that happens where the peers are more positive? Well, the thing that happens is, is a, an individual contributor, their peers are their teammates and their colleagues. Uh, they're part of the group. They're part of the team. Mm. 
And everybody in the group is generally in the same situation. Uh, there are numerous incentives to encourage people to work together and collaborate. And there's some competition between peers, but often it's friendly competition. And that's a good point. So like you were saying with the managers, there's a little bit of a different story. In this data set, you did have over 100,000 managers. And when a person of manager, often their peers, those people that were so friendly before, they're also managers now. So while typically there, <laughs> there is the overarching group goal where every peer's team's results contribute, most peers are primarily concerned about the results of their team and less on the overall results of the group. So the graph I'm looking at shows that the manager and the peer rating were tied to the most negative and direct reports of the manager were the most positive and others were just slightly positive. So, so yeah, different story here. Explain what's going on. Well, there's, there's several alternative explanations for this. Uh, perceiving the person as a threat, uh, as people move up through the hierarchy of management, competition increases for a fewer number of positions and, you know, as the pyramid narrows and, Managers are held at a higher standard. As someone ascends the managerial hierarchy, they are expected to perform at a higher level, to be more knowledgeable, and to possess more polished skills, uh, hence the lower scores. Also, as you think about it, peers, oftentimes, as you're a manager, they're in different functions. And so you end up competing for resources, right? Oh, <laughs> and, and wanting yeah. different things. So that's another thing that occurs there. Also, I think another one is that there's less alignment of goals and there's just probably more opportunities for competition. Like an individual contributor's peers are more apt to be people from within your immediate team and therefore they have more aligned goals. But peers at you know at the manager level they're prone to come off from staff functions other functional areas or other operating groups and it's often been jokingly said that there is more competition between groups and many large organizations than between the company and its major competitors even so competition is often heightened because like you said the vying for resources <laughs> and that creates conflict Yes, and we see this with age. Um, younger aged people uh, often view each other as buddies. You know, they're in the same situation and they don't mm -hmm. kind of, they're not as competitive. To illustrate this further, we recently worked with a senior leadership team of a CEO with eight team members. The results uh, of the graph really show the peers as, as so substantially more negative. I mean, and, and in this group, uh, basically, <laughs> they were all trying to beat up each other. I mean, they were, <laughs> they were competing so much. And it really got in the way of the organization functioning effectively. Uh, it really was difficult for the manager and their results. Uh, it, it, they weren't good. 
Well, the data you have gathered shows that the relationship of individual contributors with their peers, like we said, is quite positive. They're all on the same team, generally working toward the same goal together. And when a person transitions from that individual contributor to becoming the manager with their own team, the relationships between these teams change. And the research shows that most of them do not appear to be trying to help and support their peers who are also managers. Instead, they appear to be in, like you said, sometimes even bitter competition with each other. So in a study published in a recent RHB article by Randall S. Peterson and Kristen J. Befar, they were talking about how self-interests define work relationships. And I thought it was really interesting little graph that they made of this conflict to collaboration. So you first have a conflict where you're the enemy. And then the next step is competition where you're a rival. That's a little bit healthier. And then in the middle sits the maximum possible independence where you're a neighbor. I liked that term. Mm. <laughs> Friend, friendly neighbors. Right. And then the next step goes to cooperation where you are actually friends. You're maintaining self-interest while also advancing your joint interests. And then the last one on the other side of that is collaboration, where you are allies. I thought those were powerful words. You're merging your self-interest with the interests of others. And they argue that the solution is not for everybody to play nicely on the playground at all times. They said, quote, you must recognize that conflict and competition inevitably arise among interdependent co-workers, but can still be managed in ways that reap rewards and that your goals and your work partners will evolve over time. Bree, the magic created on a team of individual contributors where they support and work together ought to be the goal of every senior team. When peers want the best for each other, that plays an important role in making an organization more successful. As a peer, are you looking for the mistakes of your peers or recognizing their strengths? Do you feel you're in competition with your peers or are you looking for ways to help your peers be successful? As a manager of people who manages others, do you have favorites? Are you encouraging the competition between your team members? Do you reward people when they support their colleagues? Are some of your direct reports winners and others in the losing column? There are some dynamics about the situation here that are difficult to overcome. The stakes are even higher for managers. The incentives are different. But, but if you let nature take its course, the results are precisely what the data reveals. Management teams will not be as collaborative as teams of individual contributors. But career success depends on relationship management as much as many other skills. Working hard to encourage others to work together and support each other can provide a great benefit to every organization. The 90th Percentile and Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin, Jack Zanger, and Joe Folkman, and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you are interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. 
If you like our podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave us a great review. We really like to read them. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in our episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.